Okay, so today we are doing uh, fourth canto part two, Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 20. Uh, this is uh, Lord Vishnu's appearance in the sacrificial arena of Maharaj Prithu. We had done this uh, one or two lines, but then we had to discontinue. So I'll start right from the beginning again. So <clears throat> the great sage Maitreya continued, my dear Vidura, being very much satisfied by the performance of 99 horse sacrifices, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, appeared to, on the scene. Accompanying him was King Indra. Lord Vishnu then began to speak. Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, My dear King Prithu, Indra, the King of Heaven, had distributed your execution of 100 sacrifices, has disturbed. Now he has come with me to, to be forgiven by you. Therefore, excuse him. O King, one who is advanced in intelligence and eager to perform welfare activities for others is considered best among human beings. An advanced human being is never malicious to others. Those with advanced intelligence are always conscious that the material body is different from the soul. See, if, uh, last time when... Don't make noise, no? Please, leave it. <clears throat> See, last time what we had ended was that uh, Indra, he comes and he disturbs the whole sacrifice that is happening over there. Now, what happens according to the story is, when Indra comes, he also brings in another distur- you know, disturbing elements along with him. And we had translated it into how the mind plays havoc with a human being. How does the mind play havoc? It starts giving where there is something good is supposed to happen. Think about it. Where some good is supposed to happen, the mind starts creating all negative situations. Starts saying, this is not good. There is some problem there. Imagine it is like I am performing a puja and then somebody will come, come and say over there, Havanka direction is not correct. This is not correct. That is not correct. Though everything is going on fine. Everything is perfectly going on. But we have disturbing elements amongst us. Who come and disturb the whole situation when it is going on very smoothly. Why does this happen? This happens because of King Indra. Indra is also termed as the king of gods, which is also termed as the mind. The mind creates situations. Actually, there are no situations. How does the mind create situations? Looking at an object. When a person looks at an object, what are the objects that are there? Let us say there is an object over there. Uh, Guru, you will have to mute your... uh, So, yeah. The objects that are there, which may not be disturbing. Okay, what does it mean which may not be disturbing? Let us say for example, I have given one example in the morning. You are drinking from a bottle. Let us say you are drinking from a bottle. And while you have drunk half of the bottle, Suddenly you come to know that, oh, there is a very tiny cockroach down there. Then what happens is, you immediately keep the bottle aside. Oh my God, this is a cockroach over there. I don't want to drink this water. And you have stopped drinking over there. Does it mean that the cockroach was not there before? 
it was very much there and because it was very much there then what happens is then why is it that you are not disturbed at that time so you will say i did not notice it that is why i was not disturbed so you did not notice it so it was not disturbing that means your eyes are involved isn't it so your what is it that is involved the organ of the senses which is eyes ears or whatever once they are involved then you found that there is a disturbance over there but in the in the spiritual world we always know that the disturbance is not in the object it is in your own mind it's only in your mind now even if i remove that cockroach out of that water still you will not drink that water because the kida is in your mind not in the water all right there is a very new experiment which is being taken uh, taking on no? cornell university has come out with a new filter it is in the form of a book snehan sent me this video okay now what the video is talking about is it's like a there is a book available and you open the book and you take out one page and put it and then you pour dirtiest of the water and it gives you purified water below now i am going to ask you go to the toilet take out the water from there okay and filter it and now drink that water do you think anybody is going to drink that water but because the the kida is not in the water it is in your mind the mind is what is the disturbing factor so any time anything good is about to happen we have human beings amongst us who are going to be the disturbing elements who will come up with their problems in their world why their mind is dirty the problem is not in the sacrifice that is happening what is the sacrifice the good thing that is happening there that is not a bad thing that is something yeah that is something which happens because the lord wants it to happen prithu is one of the avatars of krishna and if krishna is doing something why is indra interfering over there indra means the mind like we said so finally it so happens that every god goes against this one particular one and finally he has to succumb so i will read the lines again listen to it carefully it's very important o king one who is advanced in intelligence and eager to perform welfare activities for others is considered best among human beings now if somebody is willing to do good work among human beings why is indra interfering why is the mind creating disturbances that should not be the case an advanced human being is never malicious to others who is never malicious somebody who is advanced in the spiritual world will never be malicious towards others they will be helpful malicious thoughts comes because of disturbances in that individual's mind those with advanced intelligence are always conscious that the material body is different from the soul so we coming back to the same theory once again material body has all the problems the soul the divine soul doesn't have any because it is not involved in the actions 
if a personality like you who are so much advanced because of executing the instructions of the previous acharyas is carried away by the influence of my material energy then all your advancement may be considered simply a waste of time now who is talking vishnu he is telling i have brought this culprit called indra with me now he is also saying sorry to you but if you get carried away by that element who is supposed to be not carried away this intelligent being who is performing this yagya should never get carried away by such kind of disruptive people they should always proceed in their work even after there are oppositions among people so what you should be doing at that point in time always understand that these material energies are going to be disturbing you so for your advancement do not consider these kind of things which are disruptive in nature those who are full knowledge of the bodily conception of life who know that this body is composed of nescience desire and activities resulting from illusion do not become addicted to the body so what is what is happening over there again addiction to the body means whenever there is any kind of disturbance how do we go about it let us say for example somebody is a drunkard okay a bottle is kept in front of that person he will drink the whole bottle because he is an alcoholic so he drinks the whole bottle then what does he do he blames the bottle for uh, you know coming in front of him why is the bottle being uh, called that it is the mind isn't it so finally at the end of the day you have to understand it is not the bottle which is disturbing but it is the mind which is disturbing correct so the body is full of nescience so what happens desires and activities desires i want this what is it that i want people have different different desires what are the desires that a person has i want to get married i want to have children i want to get rich i want to have cars i want to have big houses i want to have great salaries i want to have money in the bank all these are called desires and desires are definitely what every normal human being has but spiritual people are devoid of this kind of things because they have overcome those things so they do not become addicted to the body who doesn't become addicted to the body those who are on the path of the spiritual do not get do not bow down to the problems associated with the body first is a desire isn't it at the end of the day you are only full of desires so leave all the desires secondly do not get carried away by bodily issues that is your eyes ears all these things they are giving you certain data all that has to be thrown out of the system how can a highly learned person who has absolutely no affinity for the body conception of life be affected by bodily conceptions in regard to house children wealth and similar other bodily productions what is happening over here is this is the teaching that is being given to prithu prithu is being told but indirectly the lesson is being given to indra and every other person in the assembly over there the prithu has been given this advice but prithu is also one of the ams of the divine isn't it so what does the divine is what is the divine talking to him saying how can a learned person somebody who has understood the spiritual aspect of life who is absolutely no affinity for bodily conception of life that person should have absolute no bodily conception of life that is what does he what is he have what is the conception of life 
I want to have, I want to get married, I want to have children, I want to have a house. What are the things he is saying? As regard to house, children, wealth and similar other bodily productions. That means all those things which a body requires, all these things, that is greed, lust and so on and so forth. I want a house. I want a big house. I don't want a small one. I want a very, uh, you know, a lot of children. I want wealth, wealth beyond my imagination, that kind of wealth. All this is nothing but your bodily requirements. The individual soul is one, pure, non-material and self-effulgent. He is the reservoir of good qualities and he is all-pervading. He is without material covering and he is the witness of all activities. He is completely distinguished from other living entities and he is transcendental to all embodied souls. So that the spiritual person, he is comprising of the spirit or what we call as the embodied soul, as individual soul, Jeevatma. What is the Jeevatma? It is pure, it is non-material, it is self-effulgent. It doesn't require all those things that we mentioned in the last couple of lines. The person who is spiritually rising in life, he is pure, non-material, he is not interested in material gains. He is self-effulgent. He is having self-knowledge. He sits in one place, dwells on the divine and comes up with the spiritual insights. Remember this. Whenever you are going towards any other aspect of your life which is leading you downwards, know that your mind is at play. Okay? But when you are rising above, when you know that there is a divine that we are talking about, when there is a Jeevatma and the Jeevatma is rising higher and higher towards the Divine Soul, that is the spiritual consciousness, at that point in time know that your spiritual wheel is rising, it's, it's going up. He is a reservoir of good qualities. All the good qualities are there. The person is benevolent, kind, soft-spoken, talks very nicely, is helpful to everybody is not at all malicious to anybody, doesn't speak any bad words, this kind of a person, he has good qualities and he is all pervading, just like this divine Jeevatma. He is without material covering. The Jeeva, what we call as the Jeevatma, there are no coverings. There are five bodies, isn't that what I said to you? Five bodies. Now let us say how the five bodies function. Now tomorrow's little part of the satsang is now coming in because of these lines, okay? I will give you an idea how the five bodies are there. The first body, which I'm just going to talk about three, three or four of them. So don't let us not get into all of them. The first body is called the food body. The food body watches something. Let us say it is watching somebody is playing truant in the class. You are watching. You are sitting in a class of students, and you see somebody is throwing chalk at the teacher or something. Some something is going on. Now you watch that person, and immediately what you do is you want to go and tell the teacher, teacher, teacher. You know that boy is doing like this. So that is, our, that is done by the food body along with the senses. The mind is malicious. Because in the material world we are very malicious creatures. We don't like the other person to rise up in above. So what we do is we try to put that other person down. Or maybe somebody is sleeping in the class. So you will go and tell the teacher, 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 see look this boy is sleeping in the class. So that the teacher will throw that boy out of the class. Or maybe we will give him some punishment. And that is what you love. That is because of malicious intent. So mind is always thinking like this. Can I put him down? Even in a class, now you might have reached, reached the level of a graduation. 
see till you have reached the level of uh, your say SSC and so on and so forth people of everybody around you are just friends but as you come towards your career you have reached the state where you are now going to be going out and competing for a career you will find that everybody becomes your enemy the next person in line they are all competing against each other because now there is a campus recruitment you know in campus recruitment one person is an enemy of another person nobody is friends all the friendship has gone down the drain so everybody is literally a competitor for you then what happens then we come to the next part which is called the intellectual now in the intellectual body the intellectual body is always supposed to make you rise above rise higher and higher in this world but what does the intellectual body do it shows you how bad you are how poor you are how un- unworthy you are and it will show you in comparison it will tell you in comparison see this person is doing well why is he doing well why am i not doing well that person has got two cars i don't even have a bicycle why is god being nice to him so we have comparisons now comparisons happen because also of memories past memories now memories are such that now there are brothers there are siblings in the family what happens is you there is always a sibling rivalry what is a sibling rivalry oh my mother and father have given my brother so much but they have not interested to give me anything okay so these kind of things happen this the intellect along with stored memory is telling you now any person who says i have overcome all these three one two and three okay now the first is the food body no i am i am very happy in this world i am extremely happy i don't care what others are having i am happy the way i am humko whatever i get to eat i am happy with that the mind says you are such a nice person you have risen high in the air oh my god you are the greatest thing next to uh, the lord almighty so the mind is telling you beautiful things it is telling you oh this is the greatest thing that you have ever attempted in your life you are the epitome of greatness now you are not at all bothered about what others are getting the others are having two cars they have a bungalow they have this they have that but you are very happy in the real world that you are settled in you have a tiny house and you are not even bothered about the rest of it whatever you get to eat you eat so the mind is like that it's devious it's telling you something it's telling you how great you have risen in this world you are now a spiritual being capable of overcoming all the problems in your world the intellect is telling you oh my goodness gracious you are just like the sage who was living over there you are like ramana maharshi you are like this you are like that you are sai baba they could live in a jhopdi and you are living in a jhopdi look at you you are such a nice person it's comparing and the one who says finally you know you have said that oh, i have become spiritual and who is the one who is enjoying it there is an enjoyer in all these things and that is called the enjoyment body he is already started enjoying and exulting in life oh my god now you have become close to god it's the five bodies talking boss it's not this uh, divine consciousness that you think is god talking there is no samadhi over there 
Samadhi means what? There is no talk. Samadhi means no talk. You are in constant oneness with the divine. The divine doesn't say, Mere paas paisa hai ki nahi hai. Doesn't say these words. It doesn't say that you should be unhappy or happy. There is neither happiness, there is neither unhappiness. There is nothing like saying that you have reached a state or you have not reached a state. Sorry, these things do not exist in the divine consciousness. Remember this, the, the divine consciousness is beyond the five bodies. The idiotic fifth body is telling you, you are the happiest one. You are in blissful state. And you have a halo as if, you know, there is a cloud under you and you are rising above. I am the Buddha in this world. Imagine, there is a glow behind your head and you are rising on a very beautiful cloud up. It's full of hot air, by the way. And you are rising on that cloud. Think about it like that. Forget it. The divine consciousness is least bothered with your exaltations. It is your fifth body talking bullshit and nonsense. It is called happy body. <laughs> yeah, Ananda my course. It is exulting just for the heck of it. Understand this. There are stages and stages and stages and stages in the spiritual world to reach the stage of that undenied happiness which we call as blissful state. How does the blissful state work? It is always self-effulgent. It is always in the state of Samadhi. It is least bothered about those five bodies. Those five bodies have nothing to do with it. So this is a part of the karma that I was going to talk tomorrow. So here it is today only (laughs) coming in because of this line. See this. It's a very beautiful line. It is telling you something. Listen to this. The individual soul is one, pure, non-material and self-effulgent. It is not connected anywhere. There is no connection between the bodies and this divine soul. You know that? I am happy. Who is this I am happy? Who says I am intelligent? I am a mind. I have a body. I have eyes. I am this. I am that. Who is the one who is telling you all these things? Somebody else is talking to you. Do you see this? I am comprising of five bodies. Somebody else is talking to you. That means the five bodies is not you, no? See the funny part over here. So, are you inside the body or are you outside the body? Isn't it very strange? So, is that embodied soul inside the body or outside the body? It is neither. If you can see you are happy, that means you must be outside the body to see the happiness, isn't it? You got what I am saying? Now you see yourself in the mirror and the mirror image says, oh you got a mole over here or something like that. Or you will find that your, one of your hair is, uh, you know, standing up. So you say, no, oh this hair is standing up, I can see myself in the mirror. So that means there is somebody out there who is looking at you. So this is called the self. So the self is inside because it can tell you that you are now having these problems in your world mind. You have a mind. Have a mind means you are inside and I can see from outside that there is a problem in your world. You think you are the greatest thing. So the self is inside and outside. But the self is least bothered about what you do. Because it is not making any judgments. Then the I, who is the I? The I is called the witness. 
the state of the witness which is looking at you and the witness state is a creation is not the truth the witness state is a creation he stands outside and he watches you he looks at you and says hey look at you you got a mole on your nose okay <laughs> you got a tick you got a hair it's a witness state and the witness state is also a part of your body so the divine consciousness is not at all interested in knowing who you are what you are doing this that five bodies somebody is dying somebody is living something has happened he is less bothered he is always in a state of bliss he is not concerned he is not bothered he doesn't interfere in anything so see this it's pure pure means no thoughts also no thoughts non material it is not connected to any body no food body no mind body nothing no material thing anything self effulgent it doesn't require knowledge from outside it is fully effulgent with knowledge is a reservoir of good qualities he doesn't have any bad qualities at all you got it all bad bad qualities are eliminated so only good qualities are remaining he is all pervading now you got the answer is inside and outside is inside and outside i am in and i am out both the things are there so that is the meaning is without any material covering that means even the five bodies do not exist for him you got it the five bodies whatever they are thinking whatever they are talking has nothing to do with the self the self is not concerned about all these things it is the material body which is all having all the problems in the world all the five bodies they have their issues the mind body will tell you all beautiful stuff it will tell you you are the greatest thing on planet earth the intellect will tell you oh comparison to mr ramanna maharishi you are the greatest rishi in this world okay fine and the and the happy body is going to say see you are the happiest creature on earth abhi tumko koi fikr nahi hai tum aise hi reh sakte ho or the happy body is also something which tells you the state that you are in state that you are in oh you are the worst creature on earth so don't worry the worst creature on earth is the is the bikari who is staying staying over there in your colony you are worse than him okay so why not feel the worst creature on earth that is also your greatness isn't it you remember the state where ramkrishna parmahansa was seeing this man eating the kachra from the dabba okay there were dogs over there and he was feeding the dogs with one hand and he was eating the same thing with his own hands that is the state you come in but there if you believe that you are in that state then your mind your body is still active and alive so he is completely distinguished <coughs> from other living entities and he is transcendental the embodied bodies beyond the bodies beyond you so he is not even a part of you is not even a part of this divine consciousness you know is not even a part of the bodies that you are in there is no embodiment of that particular thing although within the material nature one who is thus situated in full knowledge of the paramatma and atma is never affected by the modes of the material nature for he is always situated in my transcendental loving service so now we talk about who is this person that is there always lost in the transcendental loving service he is not at all in the material nature the material body is doing everything in the world to do okay he may be picking the nose from his nose okay from picking his nose who knows doesn't matter he may be doing some sort of a rubbish you know activity who cares the divine atma 
is not at all connected with him the body is performing the actions which is supposed to perform he may be sitting in a pile of shit does not matter he doesn't even have the consciousness that he is sitting over there do you get this this is the state the person is in he is just doing the body is just doing whatever actions it is supposed to do it is just doing he may be getting angry like baba if you remember he just gets angry for no rhyme or reason sometimes he no rhyme or reason for the material world but for him the correct knowledge is there remember he self effulgent and because he is self effulgent this particular body acts in accordance to whatever is needed at that point in time without the use of any desires or mind okay so that is what happens he is situated in the full knowledge of the paramatma and the jivatma so this person is lost in the transcendental consciousness that is the divine paramatma and even in the jiva that is there is completely lost it's one it's one it's like when the bottle breaks where does the water go the water is dissolved over there itself it is somewhere we don't know so it is there so that is what happens he is in the paramatma and the atma both and is never affected by the modes of material nature sattva rajas and tamas do not affect this person somebody is kind to him does not matter somebody is vicious to him does not matter people can come and talk anything does not matter people can say you are the greatest thing on planet earth does not matter because he is neither listening nor doing anything worthwhile in that case body is doing what is supposed to do remember there is no mind status doesn't get swayed yes so that is what happened for he situated in my transcendental loving service because this person whom we call as a sage or a saint is only bothered about serving krishna he is not bothered about anything he is tan man dhan everything is at the feet of the lord why should he be swayed by the material modes of nature remember those who have surrendered to the divine guru param param guru as we call him krishna they are not at all swayed in anything in this world they are just lost in the divine consciousness that's it that is what is called the loving devotional service remember the two last words which i said that which takes you to krishna are called love and devotion so he is always situated in my transcendental loving service service that is always serving him surrendering to him the supreme personality of god had lord vishnu continued my dear king prithu when one situated in the occupational duty engages my loving service without motive for material gain he gradually becomes very satisfied within so now what he is telling prithu he is telling prithu maharaj see my dear maharaj you on one side you have to be in loving devotional service to me meanwhile performing all the material activity in the world those who are situated in doing their occupational duties now remember what are the occupational duties everybody has that which is called the true calling isn't it true calling what is the true calling whatever you are supposed to do 
those are duties they are material worldly duties that are there you are supposed to do those material worldly duties you cannot say at that point in time i don't want to do the material duties i want to be lost in you i'm sorry if you are lost in him then you need to be only there with him why are you here in the material world then why you want to eat and drink and sleep and do this and do that don't do your tathaya in this world go get lost over there no but krishna is very clear he says you have to do your material duties as well those have to be occupied every person has to be occupied in his occupational duty every person in this world has to be involved in the duties that have been given to him by the divine it may be ruling a kingdom it may be doing some sort of a work it may be eating it may be drinking it may be doing whatever it may be the stupidest job that you have been given go sweep the floors you remember lakshmi bai lakshmi bai is a lady who used was a very rich lady and she was the person who was given those 9 rupees isn't it by baba just before his niryan he called her and he said okay take this money hmm? first 5 and then 4 remember the and then he also gives those um, the money to somebody and says it's uh, this is the horse dung nodules remember these words is a nodule these are the important teachings of mine so why does he have to give lakshmi bai that lakshmi bai is already a rich woman she does not need to be given but no it is the material worldly duties that you have to do you may be sweeping over there doesn't mean that you are you are an idiot no you are doing as a service to the lord the service to the lord is very very important so the supreme personality of godhead lord vishnu continued my dear king prithu when one situated in the occupational duties engages in my loving services that means both the things you are doing without motive of material gain the person should never think like this you know oh i am doing the uh, so much of service to god then i should get you know at least uh, so much of rupees i want to have a house i want to have this i'm sorry if you are going to think that you are going to do all this just because you are doing service to the lord then i think you are doing something wrong then you are not even doing occupational service you are not even doing any service to the lord so you got to do what you are supposed to do without questioning the motives that is number 1 without motives remember this loving service without motive don't mistake these words these are very very important words more motives have to be there the only motive in the world is to serve the lord nothing beyond that so and there are no material gains there you are not supposed to bother about your material gains when you have surrendered to the lord the lord is going to take care of you why are you bothered about it so he gradually becomes satisfied within such a person then becomes a putala of satisfaction he becomes peaceful quiet and full of bliss on his own because the divine lord grants him that this is what he grants him when the heart is cleansed of all material contamination the devotee's mind becomes broader and transparent and he can see things equally at that stage of life there is peace and one is situated equally with me as satchidananda vigraha very beautiful lines the true devotee of the lord what is his what has happened to him his heart is cleansed he doesn't have any any ulterior motives in it he doesn't have any of those you know hidden things agenda in his mind he is not bothered about the do's and the don'ts he is just doing his duty whatever that has been told to him he is doing it because he has understood the true purpose of his being there 
first secondly he is in devotional service to the lord and such a person is beyond all material contamination what is the material contamination material contamination is all about money power greed lust this that houses cars you name it all this is material contamination such a type of a person is not bothered about material contamination the devotee's mind becomes broader and transparent broader he can accommodate other people in this world that person then becomes an epitome of goodness he wants to do good things in this world what we say as a person who donates a person who is helpful a person who wants to do certain service to the mankind he becomes broad hearted person wants to help everybody in this material world so such a type of a person and he is transparent transparent he doesn't have the blackness of the heart he is a pure human being he is a very noble soul yes so such a person becomes transparent and he can think see things clearly a such a person is able to see deceit in any other person that is there he is able to see through other people's minds how the minds are filthy that person is able to see because his mind is pure he can see through the whole world and such a type of a person is can see things equally he can see that some people are full of shit some people are full of goodness some people are nice some people are kind some people are worthless he can see through the whole thing yet he doesn't say anything he can see through he stays away from those kind of people those who are bad at that stage life there is peace there is peace for such a type of person his mind is never disturbed two things are required to be done one do your du- whatever the duties that have been assigned to you by the divine which is called your service to the lord what is it called it is called your occupational duties whatever that you have come in this world to do and the second one you have to be always surrendered at the feet of the lord in devotional service to him you will be then filled with love for the lord okay and one is situated equally with me then such a person is now situated very much with me and is always in the state of sad chit ananda contentment bliss everything is there full of contentment there is nothing to bother him there is no thing which is you know troubling him whatsoever anyone who knows this material body made up of five gross elements the sense organs and the working senses and the mind is simply supervised by the fixed soul is eligible to be liberated from material bondage uh, this person understands that the body is just there it is supposed to do whatever that it is supposed to do some material services is there it is supposed to do like you may have some service to your family service to some people service to whatever that is there it is just one of the things that are there so he does everything in the gross world material world the working senses and the mind and is such a person is supervised by this divine soul the divine soul is just looking overlooking him remember i told you the state of witness it always exists it's just as if you know it's looking at you and saying okay 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 that way lord vishnu then told king prithu my dear king the constant change of this material world is due to the interaction of the three modes of the material nature 
the five elements, the senses, the demigods who control the senses, as well as the mind, which is agitated by the spirit soul. All these taken together comprise the body. Since the spirit soul is completely different from the combination of the gross and the subtle material elements, my devotee who is connected with me in intense friendship and affection, being completely in knowledge, is never agitated by material happiness and distress. I think in the first time we are ever hearing what theory which I was talking to you maybe a couple of months back that I said soul doesn't exist in that. We have what we call as the spiritual body. The spirit is within us. This line is confirming those lines which have been said. I will answer your question in the end. So what is Vishnu saying? He is saying my dear king the constant change, there is a constant change in the material world. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas is keeping on mixing with each other. Now just now, can you tell me whether the ether is not mixed with the air? It is mixed with the air. Is the air not mixed with water? It is mixed with water. Because there is water vapor, there may be rain. Or is the water not mixed with the earth? It is mixed with the earth. You can see the, the mud and the, sl- the slime that is there around us. And so on and so forth. All the elements are mixed around with each other. Same way the material modes of nature, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas are mixed with each other. You cannot say that one person is just Sattvic in nature. He may be Tamasic, he may be, he may be Rajasic, he may be anything. So nothing is in the pure form which is correct Padma. So that is what happens. Everything, all the three material modes of nature are mixed around with each other. The five elements that are there, just now I explained to you. The senses. What you are seeing with your eyes, you can hear with your ears also, isn't it? You can smell also. All three, four senses simultaneously are working. You may be touching an object. The object may be hot and suddenly you get one smell or something is happening. You can see that the object is red in color. It is hot. So, are the senses not mixed around and doing something or the other? So, everything is working in tandem with each other. Then, the demigods who control the senses. All the senses are controlled by the demigods. The demigods are there. They are all over the body. They are controlling literally everything that is happening within you. And as well as the mind, the mind is also under control, which is agitated by the spirit soul. Who? This person is agitated. What is he agitated about? He is agitated about all the things that are going on in the world. All these taken together comprise the body. Now remember, all these together makes one body. So even the demigods have come. Even the heavens and the hells and everything has come over there. Isn't it? If the demigods are there, then there are Rakshasas also. So where do you think the Rakshasas are outside? No. The biggest villains are in your body. Okay? The biggest of the gods are, is in you. The earth is in you. The heaven is in you. The hells are in you. Nowhere else you don't have to go anywhere outside. If you want to suffer the greatest of the, the roast and uh, tandoor chicken, you know, you yourself can do it. You can do a grilled steak of your mind or whatever you want to call it. You put your mind in a skewer like this and hurt yourself the worst. I am the worst creature on earth. You can keep on doing that and you can reach the lowest of the hell for all you know. You know how miserable you are going to feel when you do that? Have you ever tried it? Okay, experiment today. You can try it at home. You can call yourself the worst creature on earth and see what is happening. And you can say, oh, this one is behaving badly with me. That one is behaving badly with me. Nobody wants me to live in this world. Everybody is after my life. What is this? Self-pity. That is the last hell. That is number seven hell. Okay? Patal make a seventh hell. 
where you are having the greatest pity, you are the biggest martyr on earth. Mere jaisa koi bhi ghatiya admi nahi hai. Your horns like this for the devils are the biggest over there. Okay? Ah, and your tail is the longest. Yes. <laughs> so, all these are inside your body. All these comprises of your body. Since the spirit soul is completely different from the combination. Spirit soul, the one which runs this body, one which keeps it alive through the prana. Prana is the one which keeps on breathing up and down, up and down. You know that, no? That is the energy which keeps on running your body. Prana is associated with the spirit. Okay? The spirit is making the prana go all over the body. Okay? It's completely different from the combination of the gross and the material elements. This spirit soul is different than the material elements. Just now only we did. Okay? My devotee who is connected with me is intense affection and friendship. Being completely in this knowledge is never agitated by material happiness or distress. So my, the, the devotee of mine who knows that the spirit is lost in me. Always in me. He is not at all concerned about the happiness or whatever problems that are there in this world. Because he is lost in me. You get this point? There is no distress. My heroic, my dear heroic king. Please keep yourself always equipoised and treat people equally. Whether they are greater than you in the immediate stage or lower than you. Do not be disturbed by temporary distresses or happiness. Fully control your mind and senses. In this transcendental position, try to execute your duty as king in whatever conditions of life you may be posted by my arrangement. For your only duty here is to give protection to the citizens of your kingdom. Such a beautiful lesson which Krishna is giving him. What is he telling him? You have to be equipoised in this world. People will come and talk nonsense to you. Don't get disturbed. People will come and praise you to the heavens and you say you are the greatest thing on planet earth. Don't be disturbed. Those people remember this. Now I am answering Guru's question. How to do this? How to experience the witness state? If anybody comes and says, you are the greatest thing on planet earth, Tere jaisa boss koi nahi hai, tu itna merku promotion diya, ye kiya, wo kiya. Look at him and say, na, look at this idiot. He is just pandering to me because he is the biggest enemy of mine. Look at it from the reverse point of view. So every word that he says, you are good, translated, you are bad. You have given me so much of increment. That person is saying, you have not even given me a paisa. Translate it into reverse. This is the witness state. It is witnessing the bullshit that person is giving to you. Okay. If somebody says, you are so beautiful, you are the more beautiful person than even Julia Roberts or anybody else in this world. Oh, this fellow just wants something. That is why he is talking bullshit. So he says, he is just saying it. You are the ugliest creature on earth. Say the reverse and see what happens. And when the person comes and tells you, you know, you are the worst bloody boss on earth. Third class fellow. I don't like you. You have never given me any permission. Okay. At that point, uh, any, uh, any increment in my life. You have always demoted me. You have always put me down. Say reverse in your mind. See what happens. If somebody has told you, you know, Say that he is praising you. And you smile at that. See what happens to the person in front of you. That person will think you have lost it. Witness state is like this. It can wash the things and yet not be disturbed by it. So if somebody is praising you, 
say the reverse then you will not get swayed by all the bad things in this world okay by all the goodness that person is coming and saying goodness talk reverse in your mind nothing is going to affect you then nothing if somebody is coming and talking bullshit to you at that time you think oh he is praising me smile at him hmm, very good i am so happy you are calling me all these names you will find that you have reached a state of tranquility you are least bothered by it this state which is makes you stand outside and see yourself the state which is called as witness how does it begin you see you have followed your own nature most of the time you know that now okay you know how your nature is you will look around here and there i'm going to say something bad okay you look around here and there and fart everybody does okay now you know that very well that you are going to do that isn't it okay it happens almost all the time in the flight they think that nobody knows okay or in crowded places we are like this type of stupid creatures you know so don't you know that something is going to happen now correct this when you know your own nature that now i am going to become angry i am going to become angry you know your wife is coming and nagging you aaj ye kyun nahi laya wo kyun nahi laya aisa kyun nahi hua waisa kyun nahi you know very well after some few minutes you are going to get angry you know this or you don't know this it's a very common thing in your household you know if somebody says in this in this group you know that in my household nothing like this happens i'll say you must be the family of buddha wife was staying in one end and you are staying in another end <laughs> nothing like that see the normal family this is going to happen and you know your own nature you know very well you know you cannot control after 5 minutes and after 5 minutes you are going to burst out and you going to say okay i am going out <laughs> is it that what you will do or you will bang the door at god side this is what you will do don't you know your own nature of course you know your own nature so if you know your own nature stand outside it and see oh now i am going to do this this is the witness state which you can create for yourself the divine consciousness which is in the spirit form inside creates this kind of a witness state which is not at all mixed around with this it can look at you and say okay now he is going to get angry okay now he is going to feel sad okay now this is what it is the witness state is a created concept you can do it anybody can do it so this is what it can be done okay so he says my dear heroic king please keep yourself always equipoised do not lose your cool over there if somebody comes and says something bad to you or somebody comes and says something you are the greatest thing on planet earth hmm? don't even get swayed by what they do whether they are greater than you somebody is greater than you and that person will come and say tumko uthne ko nahi hota hai main aaya hu of course Yes, sir. I'm very sorry, sir. I will get up. You can get up. Feel bad about the whole thing. Does not matter. You are doing. You are the Amitabh Bachchan of acting. You just get up and say, "I'm very sorry, sir." Don't worry about it. It's a part and parcel of this witness state. Also makes you act out. Makes you act out. You will find the greatest sages. No, sometimes they will throw <coughs> like you know, as if they are the biggest, uh, greatest villain on earth. And sometimes they will be becoming like a child and behaving uh, like that. they will be both the side this side and that side both the sides they will be and going swing here there here there it is just a state remember this is just a state in the intermediate stages are lower than you do not be disturbed by temporary distresses or happiness 
Distresses are temporary. Everything is temporary. Somebody comes and praises you also is temporary. Tomorrow he is going to come and put one big khanjar in your back. Remember this. He is not going to be very pally with you. Today somebody is, uh, is calling you, you are the greatest villain on earth. May come tomorrow and say, hey, 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 chai Oh, come on. Uh, you, are the, you are yesterday my enemy and today you want to drink tea. Okay, I will poison your tea. You come with me. <laughs> I mean, you can make fun of this. It does not matter. The witness state is like this. You can, you can see through everything. See through the whole process. Some people are idiots. They will behave like, you know, in offices especially. You will find that there is always couple of idiots who are going around you. Okay. Some of them will be very studious. Like that. And if you ask them anything, how was today's day? It was very nice. Okay. It was very nice. It was very nice. It was very nice. Okay. So you know hypocrite. He's a hypocrite of the big one crown he is wearing, hypocrisy crown. So you know him. And there is another person who is just like a monkey. He goes from cabin to cabin, you know, he will come at your place, he will go to the next one, tu kya kar He just wants to interfere in everything. He himself will never work, he will not allow you to work also. I'm sure you have met these kind of creatures in your life. The dime a dozen. And somebody who will be just closed up. You go and ask him something. <clears throat> if you say, you know, what is this that you are doing? <clears throat> you ask him, to kal holiday pe ja rahe? <clears throat> Aray, lekin kal holiday pe ja rahe? Kidar ja rahe? <clears throat> Here only. He will just monosyllabic person. He doesn't answer you at all. <laughs> so you, you have already made an idea about everybody in their office. Are you not a witness to all these things? You know exactly what everybody is going to behave with you. So tomorrow why are you surprised if that person comes and says some bullshit to you? you isn't he like that? He is used to talking nonsense. Okay? So he is going to talk nonsense. It is his nature. But that is why I always say, na, kutta hai na, uska doom kabhi sida nahi hoega. We will have to do a transplant. I will have to cut his tongue. He is always like that. You can't change a person's nature, by the way. So let it be. So the sage is always lost in... He is called Mastagul. You know, always lost in himself. Mastaram. Always lost in himself. He is least bothered about what other people think about him. So this kind of equanimity you should have. Fully control your minds and senses. In this transcendental position, try to execute your duty. In such a condition, you should execute your duty. What is your duty? You have been brought in this world for some reason, no? Or you have been brought in this world just to sit on your tight ass and do nothing? I am sorry, you are not supposed to be just doing nothing. You have been brought in this world by God to do something in this world. So go ahead and do it. What is the thing that the king is supposed to do? Everybody has been given their duties. What is the king supposed to do? The king is supposed to do a duty as a king. Whatever condition of life you may be posted by my arrangements. In your kingdom, I am not going to give you water chalo tomorrow. Does it mean to say that, Bhagawan, I am going to go to Himalaya. Why did you not give water? Sir, if you did not give water, what will happen? You can come in the next day. You will have to eat people. So eat. God, you know what he says? One year I want you to eat all the galis and next year you, I want you to eat all the pedas. So do that. 
so i am going to give you all these kinds of ups and downs in life so nobody is going to be you know having all the time peda eating thing they'll end up with diabetes so he says whatever condition of life you may be posted by my arrangement it's my arrangement why are you concerned about my arrangement if my arrangement makes you you have to eat from today only dal roti go eat dal roti you may be the king of the land but tomorrow onwards i'm going to give you the biggest disease in the world and you are not even going to eat anything what i'll give you loose motions 365 days in a year what are you going to eat all the curd rice eat curd rice okay i know there may be doctors <laughs> there is always a precondition there also there is a doctor but if the doctor also doesn't understand by the way those who are in spiritual you should know one very uh, deepest secret over here the secret is this you know uh, you may have loose motions you may have pain in your whatever part of the body and you know what happens you come and you tell god god oh is he i'm having problems i got 5 days of loose motions i'm taking medicine this is happening that is happening and then the doctor you know he is looking at you through his glasses and he says my god you are suffering from the biggest disease what you should do is he will give you 200 tests to do be lengthy lessons he will give you you do these you do these you do these you do this otherwise he will tell you go to the gym do this do that hundreds of things and finally when the test reports come no the doctor is perplexed and he will say ye sab report mein to kuch nahi dikhta aur do test karna then you should know this wo doctor ke dimag ka test karna zaruri hai there is nothing wrong with you boss nothing is wrong with you it is just some boss upstairs you know he is he wants to lagav chabi to you so because he wants to lagav chabi to you for so 5 days of loose motions and then you say you know what did i eat and you'll think about it acha maine aam khaya tha nahi aam se nahi hua nahi maine us din rasam zyada piya tha uske liye hua you know you can keep on coming up with as many reasons as you want nothing seems to affect at the end of it you will you will say are kya hua hi nahi tha to fir bimar kyu tha you don't understand the spiritual perfection is cleaning up your body is cleaning up this contaminated being of yours it's wiping it clean why because all the kachra patti that is there in your life no it is being removed removed means through loose motions through all your pains and aches and everything is being removed you are make you are being made clean you know when you have a bottle like this and you want to clean it you are going to put some acid in it isn't it and then you are going to shake it up nicely and after that you are going to put so much of soap in it after that so much of so many things so you go for the worst kind of treatment yes padma is writing the detox <laughs> yeah detox only and but what heavy detox too much of detox is going on it's a it's like a fast forward version you know 20 days ka detox ek din mein kar diya aisa so this kind of things happens so don't be afraid of all these things you know, whatever condition that are going to come you do for your only duty is to give protection to the citizens of your kingdom so what is your duty swadharma everybody has a swadharma and that is the dharma that you are actually in i'm going to end over here but before that i'm going to tell you what is the meaning of the swadharma swadharma means if you are born in a particular body you have been given that condition already you are already existing in that so suppose you have been given the body of a snake don't tell me i want 20 legs to walk you have been given only muscles to do whatever you are supposed to do sir no walking business for you you are only supposed to crawl 
Now do you understand? Your body has been given to you for a certain reason. You better use the body for that reason alone. Okay, then you will say, you know, why am I staying in this small hole? Sir, you are not a dog. You are not supposed to be staying in a kennel. You are a snake. You better stay in a hole only. Correct? Right? So you have been given a hole to stay in a hole for that reason. That is the reason why you are there. Okay? Then the third thing you will say, I am a woman. Okay? So you want to become a what? The WWF champion or what? A woman's body is a woman's body. She's been... You are not supposed to be going over there and wanting uh, to wrestle with people. Sorry. That wrestling and all business, let, let it be to all those hunks over there. All those, uh, you know, yeah, uh, WWF people. They are there over there for that reason. Now you can't have a Woody Allen going and doing that type of a thing, isn't it? <laughs> Woody Allen is a thin fellow. You are not supposed to do a WWF championship. His body has been made small. So use your body for that purpose. So you are there in that purpose. Now did you understand? Your Swadharma, whatever your Swadharma is, your body has been created for that purpose. The purpose is already underlined with you. Okay? Suppose you know shorthand. You know why shorthand you know? You, you see, ask others, do they know shorthand? Samrat or others, do they know? No. But some people know. Na? Why do they know? For some reason. You better use those reasons. If somebody knows how to run a company, Nay Baba, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do So use it for that purpose. Don't say tomorrow, I don't want to do anything. You are not doing your duty. Swadharma. Swadharma is the duty which you are supposed to do. Some people are artists. They know how to draw, they know how to color, they know how to paint. It is their Swadharma to do that. So they have been told to do that. And they better do it perfectly. And make perfection in what you are doing, you know. Whatever. Suppose you know how to make chakli. Oh, I know, muruku. Make perfect muruku over there. Don't say tomorrow, I don't know how to make muruku. Muruku straight nahi rehte, round round rehte. Chakli kaise dalne ka rehte, malum hai? Haan. To <laughs> chakli ka shape banao. Haan. नहीं तो तुम कड़बू बना के ऐसा बोला ये ले खा अरे लेकिन ये मुरुक्कू है कड़बू के जैसा कैसा हो गया सर यू जस्ट हीट एंड सीन नो डोंट एंड डोसा यू कांट मेक लाइक इडली एंड इडली इज एन इडली एंड डोसा इज अ डोसा सो आई होप यू अंडरस्टूड इफ यू आर देयर इन अ पर्टिकुलर बॉडी यू नो सर्टेन थिंग्स फॉर व्हाट रीजन यू नो ऑल दीस थिंग्स आर अ पार्ट एंड पार्सल ऑफ योर स्वधर्म दोस आर इनबिल्ट इन यू ओके सो even King Prithu has been told by Krishna in the same way. Just do what you have been told to do just because of the place and the reason why you are there. Okay? So I shall end over here and we shall do the remaining part of this thing tomorrow.